0: Welcome to Foundational U with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. Welcome to Foundational U, I'm Dr. Dean. I am so glad you have joined me today for this very important podcast. And this may be one of the most important podcasts that I've recorded to date, because I want to talk with you about how the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is God's instrument for bringing about His great reset. As Lucifer is working to bring about His great reset and establish His global kingdom upon the earth. I'm saying to you that the Lord Jesus Christ is building His church and He has given to His church the keys of the kingdom of heaven so that we can bring about the great reset of the kingdom of Almighty God. Well, how is that even possible? Well, the pattern that Almighty God has set in His Holy Scripture The pattern that the Lord Jesus Christ set with His church from the very beginning is the pattern of exactly how we do it today. Let me illustrate for you what I'm talking about. When Jesus called the first of His disciples, the original 12, recorded for us in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10, Jesus said to them, I want you to go. And I want you to cast out devils. I want you to heal the sick. I want you to cleanse the leper. I want you to raise the dead. And I want you to bless the communities that you go into. Those communities that receive you, they will be blessed. Those communities that will not receive you, they will be judged. And it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah than for those kingdoms listen to how he said it the gospel of matthew in chapter 10 i got a page sticking here please excuse me this is this is exactly what jesus said to them as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand you see what he's saying I know that the kingdom of darkness is here and is controlling this city, but I'm saying to you now the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God is coming against the kingdom of darkness. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you've received, freely give. He says to the original 12, I'm sending you out and you're going to bring the kingdom of God wherever you go. And the kingdom of God is going to confront the kingdom of darkness and is going to push back the kingdom of darkness because the gates of hell cannot resist the advancement of the kingdom of Almighty God. And that's what he sent them to do. Now we go over to Luke chapter 10. And in Luke chapter 10, Jesus is now ordaining 70 more disciples. He had the original 12 Now he has 70 more. Now he's got 82 disciples. And what does he say to those 70 new disciples? He said, I'm going to send you to all the cities that I'm going to be coming to. So you're going to to be my advanced men. And you're going to go into all these cities that I'm going to be coming to. And as you go, he said the same thing. Preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Here comes the kingdom of God against the kingdom of darkness pushing back and crushing the gates of hell and pushing back the kingdom of darkness. And he said the same thing to them. Preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. And every city that receives you, that city will be blessed. Every city that does not receive you, I'm going to judge that city and it's going to be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah than for that city. But it didn't stop there. When Jesus Christ had risen from the dead and he's about to go back and sit at the right hand of the Father, he calls together all of his people. Now we know that there was at least 120 of them. And Mark chapter 16 records it. And what he says to them is he says, I want you to preach the gospel to all creation. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, I shall hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He is giving to the church the same commission that he gave to the original 12 and to the 70 Now he's giving it to the whole church. But stop. He said one other thing to them, recorded for us in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24. And I'm going to read it to you rather than quoting it for you. I'm reading, by the way, from the modern English version translation. Luke, chapter 24. We're going to begin reading at verse 49. <clears throat> and this is what he said, Thus it is written, and according it is necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You're witness of these things. Look what he's saying. He's saying, look, look, the gospel of the kingdom has got to be preached. And and just as it's been written, it's happened, and you've been witnesses of it. And this has to be preached to all nations. It's got to go to all nations. But look, And look, I'm sending the promise of my Father upon you. But wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. Look at what Jesus is saying. I've given you the commission. I've sent you to go and bring the kingdom of God to all the communities and cities wherever you're going to go throughout the world. I've given you that commission. But don't go do anything... Until you're clothed with power from on high. Because in many, not many days from now, you're going to be clothed with power from on high. What's he talking about? Acts chapter 1 records it. It records it. The same author, Luke, writing in the, uh, the book of Acts. He picks up where the gospel of Luke closes right there. He picks it up. And in Acts chapter 1, he launches the book of Acts with these words. And again, rather than quoting it for you, I'm going to read it to you. The former treaties, that's what we know as the Gospel of Luke. Have I made uh, O Theophilus concerning all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day when he was taken up. After he had given commandments through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. That's the great commission. Go, preach the gospel, preach the kingdom of heaven's at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Mark chapter 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. Okay, he gave these commandments through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen to whom he presented himself alive after his uh, passion by many infallible proofs, according uh, appearing to them for 40 days and speaking concerning the kingdom of God. There it is again. Be, being assembled with them, he commanded them. Look, it was a command. This isn't optional equipment. This is a command. He commanded them, Do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, he had sent them to all nations of the earth but he said don't go yet don't go yet why wait for the promise of the father which saith he you've heard of me for john truly baptized with water but you shall be baptized with the holy spirit not many days from now that's how they're going to be clothed with power from on high they're going to be baptized in the holy spirit and then of course the famous verse 8, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. I'm sending you. I'm sending you. How can the church of the Lord Jesus Christ right now, today, how can we bring the kingdom of God great reset and interdict The Great Reset of the Kingdom of Darkness. How can we do that? This is how the Scripture gives us the pattern. First, we wait until we are clothed with power from on high. We we have the Holy Spirit fire and power upon us. The Church of the Lord Jesus Christ has incredible music. We have all of the electronics and all of that stuff that makes us look so professional and so good. But we are powerless. We have a form of godliness and no power. The only way we're going to get back to the power is the church must humble herself and repent that we are Laodicean in spirit and we have a form but we have no power. And Almighty God, forgive us that we have put electronics and music and looking good ahead of waiting for the Holy Spirit, fire, and power. We're not clothed with power from on high. Oh God, forgive us. We repent of our powerlessness. We repent of our carnality. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, baptize us afresh in the fire and power from on high. Clothe us with the power from on high. It starts there. And then the next step, is we have to commission the people in the church to go do the work of ministry. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastor teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. We have to commission them and send them forth, like Jesus said, send them forth in the fire and power of the Holy Spirit, and these signs will follow them that believe and go into our communities and the fire and power of the Holy Spirit bringing to them. Not the critical, judgmental spirit. You're going to go to hell for that LGBTQ stuff. You're going to go to hell for this. No, no. Listen, Jesus, when he worked with sinners, he never spoke criticalness and judgmental spirit to them. He did that to the hypocritical religious Pharisees and Sadducees He did to them because they were hypocritical and they had a form of religion. They had a form of righteousness, but they didn't have true righteousness of the heart. They worshiped God with their lips, but their heart was far from him. He spoke that to them, but to the sinners, to the woman at the well, to the woman caught in the act of adultery, to Zacchaeus, to Matthew, the tax collector. He didn't speak judgment and criticalness to them. He spoke love, mercy, and grace to them. In the fire and power of the Holy Spirit, if the church will go forth in the power and fire of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will convict the heart of sin. As we bring the love, mercy, and grace of God The goodness of God will draw them to repentance. The Holy Spirit will convict them of righteousness and sin and of judgment to come. Holy Spirit will convict them. We can speak love, mercy, and grace. The Holy Spirit will convict them and bring them to Jesus. The fire and power of the Holy Spirit will break the addiction to drugs, break the addiction to alcohol, break the addiction to the the sexuality that they're living in. Holy Spirit will break the spirit of the LGBTQ off of them and set them free. The gates of hell will not be able to resist the kingdom of God as we come in the fire and power of the Holy Spirit, bringing the authority of Jesus' name, bringing the keys of the kingdom that will loose them from the chains and the prison that they're held in and set them free. That is what will turn this nation. That is what will countermand the great reset of Lucifer, is the church operating in the fire and power of the Holy Spirit and in the kingdom authority that Jesus gave us to heal the sick, to cleanse the leper, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to set people free. It's not great programs that's going to, set, that's going to countermand the Luciferian Great Reset. It's not great programs. It's the great power of the Holy Spirit working through those that have been born again. The great power of the Holy Spirit. It is the church clothed with power from on high coming in the fire and power of the Holy Spirit, bringing the kingdom of God against the forces of darkness and loosing the people, and setting them free. That is what will countermand the Luciferian Great Reset. And that's the only thing that's going to turn it around. It's not a political issue. It's a power issue. It's not a political issue. It's a power issue. It's the kingdom of darkness animating the governments of the world, and how we can countermand that is by the church, the kingdom of Almighty God, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, operating in the fire and power of the Holy Spirit and the authority of Jesus' name. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name, taking the power and the authority of Jesus Christ's name and coming against it. How? Not, not by a judgmental and critical spirit, but by coming with the love, mercy, and grace of Almighty God to the hearts of sinners, to the hearts of sinners, and watching the Lord Jesus Christ set them free. That's what Jesus did. He goes to the house of Zacchaeus. He sees Zacchaeus in the tree and says, i got to come to your house today, Zach. And he gets to the house of Zacchaeus and Jesus loved mercy and grace. The Holy Spirit convicted his heart. Jesus, I've been a thief. I've stolen, I've robbed. And I repent of that. And everything I've stolen, I'm going to give back to the people. I'm going to give back double. Jesus' words, salvation's come to this house today. The immoral woman caught in the very act of adultery thrown at the feet of Jesus and Jesus kneels down so he's seeing her eye to eye Jesus kneels down so he can see her eye to eye he's not above her he's come to minister to her he's come to serve her and all of the religious people are saying stone her their judgmental critical spirit stone her Jesus, eye to eye with her, starts writing in the sand. All of you religious people that are without sin, you throw the first stones. They leave. Jesus looks at her, and now he speaks Where are your accusers? None here, Lord. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. That's the model if the church in the fire and power of the holy spirit taking the name of jesus against the gates of hell if we will get eye to eye with those who are trapped in the lgbtq spirit and we bring to them the love of jesus not you're going to hell not you're you're a sinner not you're no no listen the love of jesus every every lesbian every homosexual every transsexual every person that i have ministered to that has been caught in that spirit i just brought them love and over and over again they have said to me i you love me yes you're not you're not being critical no no you're trapped you're trapped you're broken Jesus wants to heal you. And as I bring them the love, mercy, and grace of God, their heart is melted and they repent and they get set free. I don't have to tell them they're a sinner. They know that. They know that. In their heart of hearts, they know that. See, Jesus love, mercy and grace. That's the power. That is what will set people free. When we take, but it's got to be—it's it's, it, not—it's not programs; it's the power of the Holy Spirit. But that takes a church that is humbled before God, that will wait in prayer. See, this is the key. We're so busy in church—we get through the programs, we run through the music, we get our little sermonette. And, 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 and the people are entertained and we, re- we release them. Because they've had an emotional catharsis, they think they've got it. But it's not until the church lays down her programs and stops being in a hurry before God and starts waiting in prayer before God in their personal life and in their church life. They start waiting before God until they're clothed with power of the Holy Spirit until Holy Spirit gets a hold of their heart. And the Holy Spirit stirs in them the same love God has for the sinner. And they go out of the church walls with the same love God has for the sinners. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, they bring the miracle-working power of Jesus to cast out devils, to heal the sick, to cleanse the leper, Blinded eyes open, and now they see like they've never seen before. Stopped up ears are open, and now they hear the gospel like they've never heard it before, and their heart is set free in the name of Jesus. That is what the church needs to be doing right now today. Thank you for studying with me in this podcast today. I'm so glad you joined me. I pray that this message stirs your heart and you share it with others and it stirs their heart and we see the church of the Lord Jesus Christ rise up in a way this generation has not seen it. God bless you. I'm so glad to study with you on these podcasts. And I want to encourage you again, stop by my blog site, fdeanhackett.com. I pray that'll minister to you. God bless you. Thank you for studying with me today. Thank you for joining us today. This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.